Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. podcast is a proud member of the fan hub 100 football without fans is nothing so we've partnered with fan hub to put fans first search fan hub app to play your part in the journey we made it the season ends with a draw at Sunderland John Brady is the new cobblers manager and there's a new assistant manager to look forward to this is it's all cobblers to me again and he's got it Gavin was closing in oh Gavin has scored Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three yes! Yes! Get it! hello and welcome to it's all cobblers to me let me introduce you to our new podcast committee first up it's the king of the stats it's our data analyst, Danny Brothers. How are you, Danny? Cool. You okay? Is that my new title? That's a new title. Promotion. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Next, we've got Chesie, who is in charge of tractors. Hello. And in an advisory role only, it's <laughs> Neil Edgerton-Scott. <laughs> How are you, Neil? Chesie, we're doomed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I quit. Uh, I resigned from my post immediately. <laughs> I'm Charles, and as chairman, I'll listen to what all of you have to say before ignoring it and doing it my way anyway. So let's start with the big news of the week, which is that John Brady has been awarded a two-year contract to be the permanent manager of Northampton Town. Um, Neil, I'll come to you first in your advisory capacity. What are your thoughts? 
Uh, oh, I don't know, if I'm honest, Charles. I was. I, I honestly don't know, which is rubbish, isn't it? Um, it is when you're trying to do a podcast, yeah. I know. <laughs> well, I told you before, Andy, I'm going to try and not talk about football, but you've reeled me in straight away. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's really, really hard to judge John Brady over the last 15 games or however many he's had, just because he's had a very ropey squad to deal with. Has there been enough improvement to warrant giving him the full-time manager's role? I would say, for me, probably not. But then also, I think you have to ignore the fact that the results and the performances a little bit. And if he's the guy, then yeah, give him a give him a summer and a clean hit and go for it. I think you know look, we'd spoken and mentioned John Brady before this all happened, hadn't we? So I think it would be harsh not to give him the job at the moment. You know, give him a try, see what happens. I don't buy into the whole, well, he loves the club, so much rather have someone that loves the club than not. I don't really buy into that personally, but that's just me. I do. I uh, I liken it to, you know, when you go and look at a new house to buy or rent and you have to see past the current decorations and how it's painted. Yes. That's what you kind of have to do with John Brady, is you have to look past all the decor, i.e. the playing squad, and just look at, what he could potentially do for the club, I think. Um, I think. I mean, it, it, nobody knows, right? Because it's not like he's got a, a, a particularly long managerial career before. I know he's managed at Brackley, hasn't he? But hmm. you know, I, I mean, he didn't get there, ever get them promoted, did he? I don't think. Um, I, don't I know, think did. he did, didn't he? Did he? No, I did. I think he, he got him promoted from the conference <clears throat> south or north, whichever one I they think, were in. I think he got him. No, I think he got him in. Well, did he get him that far? So I know he was on the brink, wasn't he? I think he got him into Conference North. You're the stat you should know. <laughs> I think he got him into Conference North, but then I think he was oh, okay. just pipped to getting into the actual conference. Okay. From what I, but yeah. Okay, so he has had a promotion. Yeah, yeah but I mean, it's not It's not like we can gauge seasons upon seasons of data or anything like that and say what his winning record is X and he's managed it. It's a bit more difficult, isn't it? I, I think know. we might be able to now, now that we're looking at actual data. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> caught up with the world. What do you make of that, Daddy? I mean, you're our, you're our stat king. <laughs> love, a, love a stat. Um, I don't even know. What did you make of this whole thing of like, we're, we're now going to start looking at data? Shouldn't we be doing that yeah, anyway? I was wondering what they were doing before. Like, <laughs> well, he said, didn't he? He said, you know, rather than just, you know, taking it on people's word that yeah, they're a good player. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course they're going to take on people's I mean, words. They're trying to sell us their players. Like that's why Kenny yeah. yeah. Jackett's probably been on the phone about Bryn Morris. Going, People hey, don't tell nice. the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Football manager's been around for how long as a game that is well, I remember purely based on stats? Chapman '98. Yeah, before that. Even. I mean, it's long. I remember playing Chapman two, and that was. The 95-96 season. Stats is not a new thing. It's not a... No. This is not... We're not... This is not groundbreaking. Is it? Is it? Let's be honest. The, the bit that got me, well, I think... What did he say? Kelvin Thomas said, didn't he? You know, well, maybe we'll, we'll have a look at, you know, how many sort of crosses they get into the box and stuff. Why are you not doing that anyway? If you're signing, <laughs> if you're signing someone to put crosses into the, Why are you not looking at that? that like, how many... How many uh, final third entries... Yeah, how many long passes have they done? <laughs> they must be doing some of that, right? I know, they, I know, like they they must be doing some of that. It can't be a case of we haven't done any of that. They must do some of that. I mean, we've got an analyst for God's sake. What he must be doing some of that. I can't believe that they're not. Well, actually, I can believe that what they're doing when they sign a striker is that they're just going, no, no, don't look at how many goals they've scored before. That doesn't matter. 
<laughs> I can't believe that they don't do that kind of Clearly thing. It is. How many, is it? That's what how many assists has this player had this season? No, we don't need to look at that. No, column. it's all right. John said he was a good player. So <laughs> I don't mean John Brady. I just picked a random name. There. John, just John. <laughs> John, yeah. John from down the road. John from Essex. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I struggle with it. I really do. I I mean, it's, it's a positive thing though, isn't it, Chesie? This new way of doing stuff in recruitment. I mean, I guess so. Um, I think we're, we've got a bit of a double-edged sword situation going on. Um, and I've seen this kind of opinion floated on the socials over the last couple of days. Um, I think the problem we got is that we're what we've got, which I think is actually quite good, is somebody that does know the club, uh, knows how it's run, um, feels quite strongly about it, um, and somebody who is going to really want to win for the club, which is really important. But the, the the counter argument for that is, is the catch that we're in, which I think is a, is a real shame. If, if, and it is a, a big if, if it doesn't go well, we're potentially losing who may well be a really, really decent coach at kind of academy level and things like that. So it's, it's a really difficult balance. And I think it's actually quite a big gamble from the board because if it doesn't go well, there's going to be huge backlash from one count. And if it does, go well then that's fine but but also what you've got is the fact that you're going to lose potentially that personnel who who is without being the manager a good person within the club but I think if you're starting to draw on more data and more information I think there's kind of only one way for I mean look let's be honest we cannot get any worse than what we've been this season and it you just got to look at recruitment and just like literally just get rid of everything and start over again. I think that's the only way that they can approach it with any kind of success. I think if we start, I think the big test will, and the water will lie is when this retain list comes out this week. If the retain list comes out and there's a load of players on there that shouldn't be on there, then I think the backs of the fans are going to be up. Whereas if they get rid of all the dead weight straight away and just run with it and just start again, then I think he'll, he's probably got a much better chance of not only succeeding. And by the way, the success I don't think needs to be measured by whether we get promoted straight away. It's just stabilising and getting a squad that can actually play a bit of football. I think it's probably more important really on, on the face of it. Um, and yeah, just and then, you know, seeing whether he succeeds. But if the retain list comes out and it's rubbish then the fans' backs are going to be up and there's going to be a bit of trouble, I think. So it's a very fine margin. But I personally am glad they've given him a shot. I just hope that he's given the financial backing in terms of the money for the squad. And for God's sake, get this recruitment right because the recruitment, barring Curl's little six to ten-month recruitment period, which was okay, apart from that, for the last five years, it's been nothing short of diabolical yeah would you agree with that Danny the recruitment it's not just this last well sort of 10 months 12 months it it goes on longer than that doesn't it yeah it does I think you can come you can point to a certain number of ones that did work um but we have got to get it right this time and I think we've got a good chance to to do it now whereas I think before I've seen his few comparisons to Dean Austin and, and what that kind of sense was when he took over but he then only went and signed four players didn't he 
when he took over. Mm. Um, whereas now we've actually got a chance to clear out and start again. But the, the big thing under Austin was that the players just were hopeless. They were not good enough at all. And Austin believed they were better than they are, I think, because they'd just come down from League One and they could get more out of them. But whereas at this point, we've actually probably got a massive, massive overhaul to do. I'd agree with Jeffy. Let's get rid of most of them. But there's not many of them there that, that you keep us at it last week. It's like, just, just start again. And like the, I think the thing is with with Brady is that he does know the club. He's, he fits, and I think he fits into the structure that Kelvin's trying to do. And I think as soon as Kelvin Thomas started to talk about new structure and people who who, who kind of fit into the club and stuff, I kind of saw this coming. Um, that is probably the perfect person for Kelvin Thomas to put into that new structure because he knew, he knew it was coming. He's probably been talking about it for quite a while with him, and it, it made probably sense to the to the board to do this and to stick him in there. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But I mean, I've, I think I've gone backwards and forwards over the last couple of days as to whether it's good or a bad thing. But at the end of the day, we just got to get on with it now, aren't we? And it's like mm. so many people like moaning and slating about it on social media and stuff. It's like, what's the point now? Just let's just like we've moaned so much. We've had a season of moaning. Let's just, it's been appointed. Let's just get behind them and, and get on with it. It's very hard, I think, to get out of that moaning rut if yeah. you like yeah, yeah I, sure. I think it's really difficult when you've put up with so much crap that we've had to put up with over the course of the season it, it will be difficult people won't just flick a switch and there won't be a chance or you know the club can do one thing that will make people you know change their their, their ways almost mm-hmm. yeah no i completely agree but i think it's it's hard to kind of see the positives in over the last 20 games isn't it like because we've been in a relegation battle, because it's been so dire. And but if you if you do look at some of the more positive things, you do get he, like he did improve people. He improved players. He got them playing a different way in terms of you know their uh, their forward mobility and like Curl, Curl's methods just wasn't working. Um, and he's got more out of people like Ryan Watson and things like that. And he's, he's, he just keeps things a bit real and honest as well when he talks. I quite like that about him. Um, it's just the results just haven't been coming and we've obviously not been good enough. But I just think if you take a step back and you think it's either him or you're getting someone like John Sheridan who's going to be dull as dishwater. Is dishwater dull? It can't, could be, right? Um, I'd rather that, I think. I don't know. Is dishwater dull? I think the saying is dollars ditch water. Is it? Yeah, is it not dish dishwater? Water, as in like is it dishwater? Ditch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, it's still quite muddy. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think though as well, with, with Brady, um, I think it's really important that we don't absolutely slaughter him for his tactics too much. Yes, okay. I heard Neil talking on the Cobble Show about this. They have been questionable, right? But then curls were and we got a promotion out of him. Stop bullying um, me, Jeffy. <laughs> I was agreeing with you. <laughs> I enjoyed tuning into to Neil's thoughts on. Yeah, I was agreeing with you. Um, yeah, and I think I think this is the thing. Like they they are they were questionable, absolutely. But if you consider what was on his bench, <laughs> I mean, mentioning no names, Jeffy. Yeah, 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 no names. You know, it, it just it just strikes me as that he, he didn't really have much of an option, um, and I just think that. It's it would be so hard and overcritical to judge him straight away on the tactics of this season because I I just think it was almost tactically impossible to be honest. I will say though that I was very disappointed when I saw the lineup for the Sunderland game. Mm-hmm. 
I, I was really disappointed that we still had. Like, I, I can kind of forgive him keeping Jonathan Mitchell in goal because. No, I can't. Well, it's that time. I know that I think it was Bristol Rovers gave a debut to a 17 year old goalkeeper from their academy. Um, we could have done the same. I think Charlie Woods was the, the lad that was on the bench. I do wonder whether if it had been Dylan Berry that was on the bench, would he have actually started? Because I think he's injured, which is why he's not being. Uh, named as a sub over the last few weeks. But other than that, I just kind of thought, why are you playing Mikel Miller? There's absolutely no way that he's going to be at the Cobblers next season. Because as much as I don't think he's good enough for the championship, Rotherham have been relegated now, so they're going to be in League One. So that's where Mikel Miller will probably be. And I think he probably is a League One standard player. Is he? I, th- I think so. I think eventually, when you've got other League One players around him, yeah, fair shot. I-, I think that's what you get. He's a lot more, quite, you know, I- I- he's not been great for us. I don't think. But why are we playing him in a in a game that is a complete dead rubber? Why are we playing, um, you know, uh, Bryn? I-, I get Bryn Morris in a way that you play him because we only have three fit central midfielders. But surely you just you just put some youth in and just make it a bit, you know, a bit... Di- I, I wanted something that was going to make me want to, you know, part with 10 quid. And I'm not being funny, but announcing the manager on the on the Saturday night, you know, wasn't really enough. I mean, don't get me wrong. I did pay my tenner, but out of all <laughs> four of us, who else did it? No, I didn't at all. First time oh, I haven't done I it this season. I went yeah, for a week afterwards. There you go. So the John Brady's announcement wasn't <laughs> enough to get most people, I would say, to part with the tenor. Most people had already made their mind up that they weren't going to watch it. I I cut a run short. I was going to do 10 <laughs> miles and instead cut it short at eight so that I could get Convenient. back in time for kickoff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Um, and... Um, uh, and I saw the lineup, and I just thought, "Oh, I've, I've paid a tenner for this. Great." Do you know? So I, now I'm do you know? Watch. I was really annoyed as well when I saw that team sheet on the basis that we'd put Sam Hoskins in defence. What was that about? I thought he actually had a good game at right back. Clean sheet? No, lie. but what is that about? What is Clean that about? Sheet. See that that will get involved, yeah. I mean, yeah, you have a valid point, but still, like Max Dyson, Chuck Max Dyson. Yeah, but Max Dyche isn't a right back. He's a central defender. It does not matter. He's a defender. Just chuck him in. Yeah, Sam will do whatever, can he? I mean, the one I know, Neil, you've got a thing about this, haven't you? The post-match <laughs> interview, John Brady. That was exactly the first thing that he talks about is how he basically said to Sam, uh, I, "I need a right back. I'm, I've not got a right back." And Sam says, "Yeah, I'll do it." Of course, he did. <laughs> yeah, but this idea that we ain't got a right back when you've got a load of kids that could be coming through, like you've just said, why did he not put a kid on? It's one of the frustrating things, I think. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's one of those things that frustrates me as well. When we get, if we, I've no doubt it will happen at some point next season, we'll probably get a youngster on loan from a League One club. Um, no doubt about it, that always happens. Why not just play one of our own youngsters? Yeah. Poor I Sam. kind of understand it if they come in from a Premier League club. But. <laughs> Well, Sam's got Why? clean sheet at the Stadium of Light, scored the winning goal. We did not get a clean no, sheet. We didn't get a clean sheet. Oh, no, we didn't, did we? I forgot about that. 
Look at you changing <laughs> history to time. suit your argument, Danny. Uh, <laughs> odds time. Score the win. Score, score the equaliser. Uh, the opening goal. I don't know where I am tonight. What's going on? What's the score? Look, I think, Lane. <laughs> I think, look, I don't, do I have a problem with it? No, I don't really have a problem with it. I have a problem with shoehorning Sam Hoskins into the starting lineup, no matter what. I don't have a problem with Sam Hoskins being a team player. That's a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's what he was trying to emphasise, to be fair, John Brady, that Sam Hoskins is, he'll do whatever he's asked and he's happy to play out of position if it helps the team and all that sort of thing and stuff. But I don't get that sort of thing. It's it's the, the square peg in round holes thing. Like you said, Jeffrey, we must have a youth team right back. Yeah, and, and even if he ain't a right 18. back, yeah, even if he ain't a right back, you know, just get a defender on the pitch. It's, I mean, it's not it's not difficult it's like to, left back. to do. Or a left back, isn't it? Just yeah, anything. Right back then. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it's essentially, it, it was, like you said, Charles, it was a dead rubber. There was literally nothing riding on the game whatsoever. So it's not even for like the integrity of the competition because Sunderland were already in the playoffs. We were already relegated. Pretty pointless game. One of them ones that none, neither sets of players really wanted to have played. I'm sure as a club, we didn't have to travel all the way up to Sunderland. Um, I it just, yeah, I, I agree with your point a bit just to begin with, Charles. I would have liked to have seen some younger players played, but, you know, the, the argument would be, well, you know, a couple came on, didn't they? So. Well, I, I mean, I, I was very pleased to see Morgan Roberts coming on, and um, is it Tom Cross? Was that his Tom Cross? Liam in it. <laughs> Liam Cross. Yeah. Thank you. The, the thing that actually annoyed me the most that we didn't get to see was that Caleb Chukwemeka didn't start. Yeah, why? Weird why? Like you would why it. hasn't he been given a starting role in a dead, in a dead rubber? He. It's no disrespect to Danny Rose, but he didn't do anything. No, but yes, so- he leads the line well, as John Brady will say, but we don't do anything. He, he, he's not the kind of player that will run at a defender with the ball at his feet. Play it Caleb Chukwemeka will do that. Yeah, I'd have stuck him in instead of Miller as well, if you're going to do that. Yeah. That's it. Just makes more sense, doesn't it? Bizarre. Anyway, I think yeah. I think the tactics of today is like completely different to the tactics of in general, anyway. Um, and like the tactics of the start of next season are going to be completely different because of it's, it's the same as Austin was, wasn't it? It's was just like gung ho, and he could be gung ho. Whereas the start of next season is going to be a lot more about the 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 over the whole thing. I wonder going going into next season. Then we're, we've obviously got what I'm now calling a parish council. By the way, <laughs> with within the football club, you have um, no authority. <laughs> Jackie Weaver's going to be the uh, new head of uh, the uh, head of recruitment that's coming in. I mean, first of all, what I, I know, Neil, you appeared on the Cobbler Show on BBC Radio Northampton on Thursday night and uh, gave your thoughts to it. Have you have you had any additional thoughts on you know the time that you've had to sort of maybe mull it over a little bit? Has anything changed? I mean, do you think it is? a positive step for the club? I, who knows? I think it's a, it's a difficult one, isn't it? I think it's 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 good that they're looking at that sort of stuff. I think it's makes sense to try something different. I do have a slight nagging thing, which has been eating away at me every time I think about it, that we could end up in a case of too many cooks as such. And I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? Because you just don't know the ins and outs of who, how it's going to work. I'd be interested to see who the who the head of recruitment is. Um, 
so time will tell. I think it's really hard to say essentially what we're saying is we are going to have a committee of people looking at the recruitment side of things and stuff. Well, that's fine. That's good. We're not going to know if that's the right thing to do for a, a good a good while, are we? The other bit that was mentioned in that statement and the announcement um, when it was given was that there was this element of patience, Jeffy, that was mentioned that we would have to maybe be a bit patient for the next year or so in regards to our recruitment. Yeah, I'm happy with that as well. Um, what about the, the the next paragraph which said, but we're still looking to try and win promotion? Yeah, I season. think that needs to be, to be honest, I think that needs to be more of a long-term shot. And I think the problem, I think that, to be honest, our massive downfall was actually getting promotion in the first place. I actually had I've spoken to a lot of Yeovil fans over the last couple of days, actually. And I actually think that we're three years further back than what we were 12 months ago before we got promotion. I think we were on a really good, steady, we were like steering a steady ship, if you like, before the pandemic, which by the way, has nothing to do with with what I'm trying to say. But like, for example, if you think to back to kind of last January, February, okay, results weren't particularly great in February, but generally we had a really good kind of level at the club. Keith Curl was managing well. Um, recruitment was okay. Obviously, we know recruitment has had a massive downfall and we can see that now in hindsight. But generally, um, we had a decent level at the club. I think one major problem that we've got, and before you all start screaming at me to shut up, I am going to mention this. I think in regards to patience as well, we need to stop buying players at the very end of their careers and we need to bring in younger a younger breed of players that we can nurture as well as our youth I think this idea that and by the way I have no problem with these people coming in as long as it works but I think we've been riding on the likes of Alan Sheehan and Alan McCormack who okay two very different players but we're bringing those types of players in and largely to no effect because they're okay for say what a six months period and then you just have to find a replacement for that person there's no like forward direction if you see what I mean and then you're riding on them not getting injured and then you're riding on you know those experienced people not being in the squad then being in the squad it just upsets the balance you just need experience but it needs to be measured you can't just keep bringing in people that are only going to be there for you know 12 months if we're going to build a sustainable outlook for this club and for these players you need players that have got experience but have got three four years left in them not people that are literally just about to end their career and they're just constantly injured because you're in a constant cycle then of having no consistency so I disagree can, can I? Well, I was, I was just going to say, I, I get your point in, in regards to like the Alan Sheehan and and maybe the Alan McCormack side of it. But alongside that, there were the likes of uh, Corboa, Benny Ashley Seal. Yeah, but that's poor you recruitment, know. isn't it? Well, yes, I know, but they're young. They are at the a, they, they are the opposite. Matter. It's of just what poor recruitment, saying. full stop. Right, whether they're old, whether they're young, whether they've got two years left or ten years left. If they're shit, they're shit. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I get that point, and I'm, I'm on that wavelength as well, Neil. I think the point. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, Jeffy. But Jeffy hates Alan I... Sheehan. That's what's going on. She's, <laughs> she's not over the fact that Alan left, and she hates <laughs> Alan Sheehan. <laughs> but is it, is it, is it what you're saying? Is that 
um, by going and giving like one-year contracts out to players towards the end of their career, like Alan McCormack, for instance, that is then meaning that that's just a one-season short-term thing. Yeah, absolutely. So it, but, it's a it's a plaster rather yeah, than yeah. going and getting a something that will actually, I don't know, heal it completely. Absolutely. But the ar- argument to that, what's 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 wrong with that? If if so, so say this summer, you know, we're obviously in League Two coming next season, and we have Sean McWilliams in midfield, and and perhaps obviously well, I think we'll lose Ryan Watson, won't we? So we'll probably bring in another midfielder, probably a relatively young athletic midfielder, you do need that old head around these players as well. And I don't see it as an issue. I think the problem is you have to get that person right. So look back at when we brought Ian Taylor in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, A perfect example, right? That was right. You know, he was great. Look at when Sean Dyche was brought in towards the end of his career. But it worked. He was great. It's it's about getting that, and it's it's. To, I guess to your point, Jeffy, it's it's about the recruitment, right? It's mm. the, the the Alan McCormack one. Look, Alan McCormack was great. It was a massive risk. He he was he he had known injury problems that was always going to only really ever end one way. He was going to miss a lot of games. So it, it, to me, I mean, he he did well when he played, and I actually liked him, but I probably wouldn't have done it. Um, and and Alan Sheehan, I definitely wouldn't have brought Alan Sheehan in. Um, but, uh, I think that was a knee-jerk reaction yeah. to the fact that the defence yeah. was terrible. I agree, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was a panic. It was a panic. Mm. It was, oh, we need to do something. We need an experienced player. We need someone that can help out here. Oh, what are we going to do? Get Alan Sheehan in. He'll do. He's the one we can get. Do you know what I mean? Like, so I think, I, I just, I, I don't think, I, I kind of get your point for for the the future planning and stuff. Your, your nucleus of your team, yeah, you don't want a nucleus of players that are towards the end of their career. But I think you need a smattering of those older heads to help out. Um, and, and essentially the way I would look at it is, you know, if we have a an old head in midfield or in defence next season, but they've only got a year or two left in them, when you if you if they get you promoted and do the job that you want them to do, then when you move up to League One, you then take someone of a better quality in a similar state to replace them in that role. Do you see what I mean? Like yeah. I, it, I just yeah. I, I think you just need to get the right person more so. I think you but, also need to have that that plan of what's going to happen. So like what I would like to see is that you get somebody in like so um Alan McCormack or in whatever position it is it doesn't matter so you could be talking about Alan McCormack from midfield you could be talking about uh, Sean Dyche for defence kind of thing but what you have is that you've got them playing or at least training with every day younger players and they are learning from these old experienced heads that will then step into that berth essentially once those players either leave because it's the end of the contract and they get released or, or they maybe retire if that's how far or how close towards the end of their their, their playing days they are. I, I think it's all about looking ahead further than just one season. I agree with that. And that that's kind of my point as well, Charles, because my, you know, like, like uh, Neil said, there was nothing really wrong with bringing in Alan McCormack apart from the fact that it was a massive risk and he was going to carry injuries. But I think my point being is that um, if we what we can't do is go up and then come straight back down again, which we do consistently. So if we, we what we need to do is bring in players and or have a plan, like you said, so that not only are we getting out of League Two with that experience, we're staying in League One because Alan McCormack would have never survived in League One, right? And that's no. where yeah, 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 yeah exactly. that's where my yeah. point is. So well, if you're going to do at, um, it, do it so that it's got a bit more longevity to it. Look at like Wes Houlihan this year. Mm. A prime example of what you need, isn't he? Like, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like 38 or whatever. 
gone down, gone down to Cambridge and they're like he's taken them to a position that has never not been in for years. Yeah. Um, not single handedly, but he's, he's obviously a major part of that. So it, it's getting someone who's fit and old, isn't it? Like not old, but you know, experienced. <laughs> but I yeah. think I think yeah. that's a really good point. Actually, you, you can you can probably get away with it slightly more in League Two if yeah. your legs are yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, if yeah. you've still got the quality, but your legs have gone because you've still got the mind, then I, I think you get away with it a little bit more. But as soon as you jump up to League One, you can't get away with it. You need a bit of both. I'm a big fan of like old time players coming down to League Two. I love that. It's part of what makes it like League Two. You know, you see your Peter Beardsley's player, you know, like yeah. Neville Southall's, like, come on, get one of them. And like Ian Taylor was just like the prime example of what you needed. Yeah. And, like, oh, so I'd love us to sign like, a, like an aging like, aging oh, player for brilliant. an aging superstar that's just like on his last legs but can still like do the magic. Love that guy. Who, who would you have? Oh, who would I have? It's like Sergio Aguero. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that it's not a bad shout? Because I was going to say realistic, but obviously not realistic. It's not a bad shout in terms of that you could actually uh, afford it. I mean, right, yeah. I mean, I mean, in the fact that it actually he's at the age they're playing in the Premier League now. Sergio is a is a prime example of, of the age <laughs> of player that we're talking about. Yeah. Ironically, ironically, Sergio and Sam up front. <laughs> Dave Nugent will be back, will he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Malcolm Christie. Peter, Peter Crouch. Peter Crouch. He's retired. He's gone. That's unretiring. <laughs> unretiring. Who else is there? Um John Barnes. Controversial one, Charles. <laughs> Go on, Jeffrey. Billy Sharp, controversial, but oh, Billy Sharp. Oh, in Jeff. maybe a year. Next year, not no. this year. Next year, I, I wouldn't want him. No, I know, and that's that's what <laughs> not I mean. After the way he celebrated, absolutely, you wouldn't <laughs> want him. That's the kind of. Oh, that's a oh, shout. That's a shout. Luke, Luke Chambers. Oh, Luke Chambers oh, you know, is realistic, you know. Luke Chambers is realistic. Yeah, he is. He's been. He's, mm. It's probably finished with Ipswich now, hasn't he? He's definitely finished from what I've seen on Twitter. Today. <laughs> yes, crikey, Andy Bayo. No, no, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can I Come just on. Michael, point out? Michael Jacobs. Adebayo Akinfenwa was probably one of the worst, I know it was before Kelvin's time, one of the worst recruitment errors we could have ever made at our football club. Well, I don't know, Jeff, we've made a lot. Oh, no, I think that was one of the worst in, in the Do modern Adcock era. and Barnes going to Peterborough? <laughs> <laughs> before our time. I before our time, sorry, no Jeff. No it was idea. a steal, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, can we, I just go back very quickly to Alan Sheehan. Um, because no, Alan you can't. Came in, in, <laughs> I know. She doesn't want to discuss it. <laughs> he came in in no, no, no. This isn't to that <laughs> ex- extent. So Alan Sheen came in in October, I think, and then Lloyd Jones came in closer to the start of December, I think. So it, there was at least a month later. Whereas Lloyd Jones has been a much more frequent player in the side, and. Arguably, especially under this John Brady second part of the season side, has been actually involved in what I think has been a pretty solid back two, considering how bad we are. And considering they've got to play in front of Jonathan Mitchell. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Yeah, I actually think I I agree with that. I think if we keep hold of Jones and Horsell, that's a good. Reasonably good league two back. Jones yeah. isn't staying. Right? Did you and, see his interview from today? Oh, do you know what? No, that's that's know. really hacked me off. You know, has he, he not learned from a year ago? What's he said? I didn't see. Well, it. take some time. He's going to take some time oh, to consider time. his options. Yeah, Did last not... time we took time is like three years later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll see him in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the age and experience. <laughs> <Yeah. really cool. laughs> 
<laughs> it's the one thing I just don't get it. Why? Well, it's, you do get it, surely. It's money, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I do. Of course. Got, if, only if he can play it, if he gets an offer from a League One team, then he's in League One and not League Two. So you can't blame him. It's just frustrating, isn't it? No, yeah, it's very yeah, frustrating. It's really frustrating. I think I think the the Jones signing was pro- probably actually one of the reasons why we didn't end up rock bottom. Um, but I actually do think that that if it, taking goalkeeper in defence, um, that was a monumental mess up on recruitment and the biggest. And actually, we probably could have got away with it had it not been for for that. <laughs> <Those pesky> kids. <laughs> <laughs> which which clown <laughs> made Bolger captain? Keith Curl. What an idiot. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, I mean, I mean, it te- I mean, look, we can't... You just- might as well have given it to me. It's quite startling, really, that last week, Jones basically was walking around with one leg, and that was the better option than putting what is our captain on the pitch. <laughs> like, that's the, a real worry. That's a real yeah, worry. So, the knight from Monty Pythons. And by the way, it isn't just one no arms player. Or but that was just awful. <laughs> Uh, I saw something great right, today. It was, was someone, right. someone put the um, retain list on. I think it was Matt Salmons put the retain list on the Slack earlier. And it says um, Key and Bolger brackets option. Oh yeah, oh, there yeah. is an option there. I, I honestly, there is an option there. No, there, but an option well, that's taken. You know, yeah, gonna... as long as it doesn't get taken. Well, hold yeah. on, hold on. Oh Neil, no, no, oh, no, on. no, and no. If no, well, hold on, Jones doesn't stay. No, Dean yeah. Holden, Dean Holden coming back, <laughs> Ricky Holden from the Holden Athletic team with the oh, that's, that's who I meant. Sorry, get him on the wing. Um, <laughs> if we're in League Two, we know it's not nowhere near as good as as League One. Yeah, Bolger is essentially. Let's be honest. Let's not dress it up in any way, shape, or form. He's a uh, he's a head on a stick. Isn't he? Yeah, yeah. That's Taylor version two, isn't he? He's got no footballing ability apart. Well, he's got. Well, that's not fair. He has got some footballing ability, but he's not a footballer. I know what you mean. Do you know what I'm trying to say? He, he, yeah. He's not one that's going to. He is know, a footballer, but he's not. A footballer. Yeah, he is a footballer, but he's an old school defender. Lump it as far as he can. Get rid of it. Edit. Throw yourself in the way and stuff. He'd be all right in League Two, wouldn't he? No, absolutely no, not. No, because we said that about Ash that. Taylor, didn't we? No. Hey, yeah, what was wrong did. with Ash Taylor in League Two? <laughs> what? <laughs> this honestly, is why Neil's not on the recruitment panel. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> right, lads, lads, I've got this, got this player for you, right? Yeah, yeah, listen, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. Yeah. Right. No, he's good. He's a footballer, but he's not a footballer. <laughs> if that defence isn't sorted, I won't be going up to Sixfields at all next season. Yes, you will. No, I won't. Of course you will. No, if that's yeah. you're not going to know if it's not sorted though until you watch. Oh, good point. You won't have any eye follow to you know just wink at before happen. Wink at, wink at. <laughs> um, you know you won't have anything there to to sort of have no, a look before you travel. Honestly, honestly, you're trying I feel, before you buy option. I feel really strongly <laughs> about though, wouldn't they? This this defense has to be sorted. It's it's oh, yeah, a showreel. It has showreel. to be sorted, and it maybe it will you should be a maybe come crime. up come up for Salby. Go up for Salby, and then you'll know. That's the true test of a defender. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm. I just. I'm just a despair point with these. It's weird though, isn't it? Because we're like when at the start of the season, like when we were, when we beat Cardiff and stuff, we're like, oh, that defense looks alright. We're just worried about scoring goals. Like the defense looks oh, alright. Yeah, we we're right about that though. Yeah, <laughs> we're right. But yeah, we were right. Yeah. Defense um, not good. Shall we? Um, speaking of what we were right about, 
Should we have a look at Danny? I, yeah. I think you've gone back, haven't you, to the first pod of this series, series season. Poor you, Danny. Uh, can I just say I can't wait? I'm so pleased as this season is over. Yes. Oh yes, me too. I'm so happy. I'm so tired. The I've been gym so tired. feels like so long ago. Um, it might be the happiest I've been all season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I've got I've got the preseason predictions that we did right in front oh. of me. Do you want to Do you want to hear them? Well, I, what I'd like to what what did we what did we predict? Was it just league oh, finish? No, position? no, we we predict a few things that are quite funny. Um, okay. <laughs> oh no! So oh, let's God. go from the start. So champions, yeah. uh, Charles predicted Portsmouth, who finished eighth. Did he make the playoffs, Charles? You clown! <laughs> <laughs> I actually, Jeffy wasn't in these. So sorry, Jeffy. You you didn't you what? didn't come on this pod. You weren't on the you pod. There was so. a seagull related incident, I think, mate. Yeah. Oh. Um, I predicted Pompey as well. And Neil okay. predicted uh, Northampton Town. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that went well. Um, what an idiot. Then we <laughs> went for promoted. Um, so who was finishing in second? Charles went for Blackpool as his dark horse, of course. Oh, that was close. That was close. And we all mocked him throughout the season for that. So. <laughs> you did. Well done, Charles. Neil <laughs> went for Sunderland. Oh, and, at least they uh, made the playoffs. And in mm. second place, I went for the blue team from down the road. Oh, oh really? yeah, that doesn't count. No, no, that that's doesn't matter. In fact, sacked. You sacked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Again. Surely <laughs> minus five points for doing that. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. So playoffs, Charles went uh Charles went for Ipswich, Sundland, <laughs> Bristol Rovers, oh. Wales, <laughs> and funny. Oxford. Oh, we've got two. I said two out of four. Yeah. That Bristol Rovers takes you down though, I think. Yeah, you must <laughs> big loss of points there. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I went for Sunderland, Oxford. Uh, Fleetwood and Hull, so three out of four. No, two out of four. Look at him. Okay. Look, Statman Danny does it again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Neil, he, he I'm impressed. Things in his show world that he wants people to see. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm wait till next me. weekend. I am waiting with bated breath. The show reel will be ready. <laughs> yeah, Neil. Uh, Neil went for Portsmouth, uh, Blackpool, Lincoln, and Ipswich. So that's pretty good. Ooh. Two, that's it. He went for Gillingham in seventh, actually, as his dark horse, which isn't a bad shout. Where did they finish at the end? They were very close, yeah. They were there or thereabouts, all right, Charles. Seven <laughs> points outside, but yeah, come on. <laughs> so then we went for relegated. For relegated, Charles went Wigan. This was, by the way, this was when Wigan were in right in the dire straits. And we, yeah, we, we, um, we had a conversation yeah. about Wigan and we were like, we'd have it's lazy pick but it's an obvious pick and it obviously wasn't but did we have the conversation that basically went there's only three teams that we have to worry or three spots yeah. we have to worry about because Essentially, we're yeah. definitely down yeah yeah, yeah pretty much <laughs> uh, awkward so, yeah. so charles you went for wigan crew wimbledon and shrewsbury oh so who none. did you go for i mean wigan crew Wimbledon and Shrewsbury. So, any. so a, apart from Crew, everyone else was kind of down there. No, no, you were wrong. You can't be kind of down there, Charles. <laughs> kind of you, know, you know, but you know better than right. that to say you can't be kind of down there, Charles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boss. <laughs> um, I went for Wigan, Rochdale, uh, Wimbledon, and Shrewsbury. So just the one. We all hated Shrewsbury, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. I mean, they were uh, rubbish, but less rubbish than us. Yeah, they did true. start badly as well, didn't they? Yeah. Mm. What they got old Steve Cottrell in. Uh, Neil went for Peterborough, <laughs> <laughs> Oxford, <laughs> Wimbledon, and Crew. Serious. Yeah. Took, it, took it well. Yeah. So I got one right. 
No, you didn't. No, you didn't get any. You have to swap my cobblers and Peterborough prediction because I no, couldn't, no, just couldn't no, bring no. myself to do it. No. <laughs> no swapping you. No, Sorry. If anything, I should get bonus points. You're 10 months late, mate. Come on. <laughs> you can't change it 10 now. bonus points for not doing what Danny did. <laughs> <laughs> so we predicted where the cobblers are going to finish as well. Neil obviously went for first. Yeah. <laughs> confidence. Went for, Charles went for 19th. Oh, okay. Um, I thought I'd gone for 16th. Fair I enough. Went, I went for 15th. What an idiot. <laughs> we're all absolute clowns. Yeah. Well, I'm and not. Then, just like, out of interest, what was your prediction I, for where the cobblers well, would finish? You I, can't ask it that now. No, 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 because <laughs> I remember 22nd. it. 22nd. I remember it. And the said 22nd, apparently. I said 20th at the beginning. Okay. Yeah. Just by, like, the like the skin of our teeth, I thought we might do it. I was wrong, clearly, but... So... <laughs> right, so the next one. We all predicted a top scorer for League One. How many <laughs> the whole division for the whole division? Yeah, we all predicted who was going to be top scorer. How many goals do you think were scored between our three picks? Four, seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to guess that most of us went for Cobblers players because, apart from Danny, nobody else knows anything about any other team. Um, <laughs> well, I clearly don't know much either. How many goals were scored between our three picks in the entire season in League One? Ten, eighteen. So, oh, hold on. You must have picked Sam Hoskins, Danny. So he scored eight, didn't he? So thirteen. <laughs> It was, in fact, one. No. <laughs> one goal was scored between our three picks. <laughs> That's even better than I thought it was That's incredible. Me. Who was it? Who it was Charles. Charles, you picked Moisa and he scored one once. Good shout, Charles. Great shout. He's um, not even in League One anymore, is he? Didn't he go on loan somewhere? No He's in idea. League Two, I isn't he? I think, yeah. Because so, Clark Harris has just stormed everything, hasn't yeah, he? yeah. yeah. And then oh, I went for Sunderland's Danny Graham, who scored zero, obviously. <laughs> Is he still playing? I was thought this... he retired. No, he, he just signed for everything. And I thought oh, I was going for the old veteran comes down uh, as well. Yeah. <laughs> Neil, <laughs> Neil, Neil went for a big money signing, Benny Ashley Seal. <laughs> <laughs> So, so out of all of us, so we the only that. person that actually picked a, a, a player that scored was me. Yeah. Oh, you take the win on that one, mate. I'm definitely taking. There's yeah. no pride least, to be taken on that. At least he scored. <clears throat> at least he scored, Jeffy. Come on. It's like saying at I'm least he select... finished twenty second. Did Danny Graham <laughs> even get a game for Sunderland, Danny? <laughs> Doubt it, that. Did Benny actually still not score all season? He scored in he the scored... in the Mickey Mouse Cup, didn't he? Yeah, in the Pizza Cup. Yeah, oh, okay. but not. Not in the league. Well, that was a bold choice. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> I love that. Did we um, go for it? Oh, oh who's more? having a who's having a microwavable takeaway? Uh, Martha's heating up a dinner. So. Oh, what have we got? Uh, some uh, chicken, like spicy chicken and curly fries. Ooh. Oh, curly that's, fries. Is that what's happened to the rooster? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so first sacking. We went for first sacking. It was going to be sacked first. Uh, Charles, you went for Phil Parkinson. Well, hang on. Who was sacked first? Uh, no idea. Brilliant. Oh, oh, God. oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my what God. What a fantastic no, segment. It was really early, wasn't it? It was really early in the season. It was like something like six weeks in. Was it Shrewsbury's manager? I've got a feeling it was, you know. It was really early. Hold on, let me just find out. Let's find out. I'll just put some... Uh, <laughs> this is great for podcast, man. Clicking, ticking talk music. Over All right, so there. yeah, here we go. Yeah, so Richie Wellens was the first one. That was, was Swindon. That, was that sacked though, or was that? No, that was signed by Salford, so that doesn't count. Yeah, 
No, yeah, that's not a sackage. And then John Sheridan signed for Swindon. So that doesn't count. So the first one was Bangana, 14th of November, for Bristol Rovers, which I predicted. Uh, did you really? Yeah. Did you? I went Bangana, yeah. I thought he's not going to do very well. Charles I went for Phil Parkinson. Him. Charles had him in the playoffs. Ironically, I said he wasn't going to do well because he hasn't got much experience in the league. <laughs> and he just seems to be an appointment from within that's not going to work. Oh, so that as well. Uh, Charles, you went for Phil Parkinson, 29th of November. Wait, he, at least he got sacked. Yeah. Uh, Neil, he went for Paul Lambert. It was twenty eighth. Took a while, didn't it? Yeah. Took a while. Yeah. yeah. Were, were there any others? Danny? Yeah, yeah. We said, "When will fans be back?" That went well. Neil said March. Right. I went for February. Charles, you went December, which is technically true. <gasps> right, well done, Charles. Yeah. Thanks. I think we probably meant a different thing to what we actually answered, but technically, you're right. Well, technically, there were fans back in the ground, weren't there? So, but I think we probably did mean like back for. Back for, Back for good. good yeah. <laughs> the one game I saw, we got smashed 4 0. <laughs> what a season. Poor you. Do you enjoy It's All Cobblers to Me? Do you want more Cobblers related podcast content and to feel all warm and fuzzy inside? Well, now you can. Sign up to support the podcast on Patreon. From as little as £2 per month, you'll receive access to additional content such as. Q&As, meetups, a night of passion with Neil, merchandise and bonus episodes. And you'll be supporting us to keep bringing you a weekly podcast about the biggest and best football team in the world of Northampton. Go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me right now. One night with Neil may not be passionate to the naked eye and may require years of counselling afterwards for which we are not liable. I, I just don't think that the players that we brought in for you know, supposedly the future were ever going to be, you know, good enough this season or next. You know, we're talking about Ricky Corboa and and, and I just don't see it. But I, I wonder, was it you, Jeffy, that was sort of saying it this, that it made me sort of say, well, if we'd have stayed in League Two, what would have happened? Would it have been more of a progression, do we think? Oh, absolutely. In terms of signings and, and, and recruitment. I also think as well that we probably would have still had Keith Curl. Well, I mean, we'd have been really bored, um, but we'd still had him. And I think there, there probably would have been better recruitment. I think our recruitment under Curl for the first bit of Curl's tenure was very good. Um it was obviously outrageous when we went into League One, but I, I just think that was timing. I think Curl, it was the, it was almost a case of the right manager, the wrong time. I think we we went into the playoffs, arguably when we shouldn't have, which was ultimately our downfall. And I think that had we have just built that year, because let's face it, was it Mansfield that our last game before it all got? It was Mansfield yeah. that it all got stopped, wasn't it? That great day, which was you know. And actually, we'd lost three or four on the bounce, I think. So we weren't... Port Vale were absolutely going to catch us, I think. And I think we'd have probably finished ninth or tenth, really, that season. And I think... Had, Which would have been a progression from absolutely. the season before. And I think had we have done that and then built again, it, I kind of see it as it kind of might have mirrored a little bit the Colin Coldwood era. I know Colin Coldwood mm. was, was a totally different manager. But in terms of that real um, stability within the, the squad, I know obviously he went on to Forest and, you know, 
that is that. But I do think that Curl, we probably would have kept hold of and it probably would have been a bit better. Um, yeah. And I, I, yeah. I also think that we would have kept hold of the likes of Vidane Oliver. Absolutely. Charlie Good even. Because, I, I, I mean, I just don't think that without the playoffs... I don't think that some of those players would have got the moves that they got. Absolutely. I totally agree with you because it, it was effectively a TV deal, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, you look at it and you just sort of go, right, everybody is watching those games mm-hmm. and everybody that was a football fan would have been watching those games because that was the only games that they could watch. And therefore you see a player like Vidane Oliver just absolutely tearing up both the semi-final and the final. Of course he was going to be wanted, but he wasn't exactly like that all the way through the season. Don't get me wrong. He's done fantastically well this season. I think he scored 20 goals in the league. Yeah. For he was Gillingham. a grower, wasn't he? And that's incredible. Yeah, he's definitely not grower. Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but, you know, absolutely. Fair. But I, I don't think that he would have been looked at by another club, especially not a League One club, had we not gone up in the playoffs. I don't necessarily think that Charlie Good would have would have been sold, probably certainly not for the amount of money that we did get for him. Um, the other question that I'd have is that whether we would have released Jordan Turnbull. That was a terrible mistake, by the way. I mean, well, it's a terrible mistake now in hindsight but remember that it was a it was a financial decision it was still a terrible mistake if you consider what we've bought you imagine how much money has been wasted on what we've signed this year we just um, you did it last week on the pod when I wasn't here we just rattle off the names and the money that we've spent this year that has been absolutely wasted so put the two together and actually we could have if we hadn't have bought, I know this is hindsight, like you've just said, if we hadn't have bought the players that we've bought, and let's face it, they were shocking, okay? Not even got in our squad. And then you've got Jordan Turnbull. I'd have rather us gambled and just given Jordan Turnbull his wages and just at least had a solid defence. Well, yeah, but arguably we wouldn't. We'd have still needed another two central defenders to play alongside of him. And those would still probably have been... Bolger and Horseful. You, do you know what I mean? I, I I don't think that that would have ever happened. And the other thing with it is that you really, you know, you give Jordan Turnbull a new contract. He probably would only take the same amount of money rather than the pay cut, especially because you're going up a division um, at, at that point as well. Um, then you don't go and sign, you know, other players. And our squad was threadbare as it was. So, I mean, actually, if you look at it, it was always going to happen, especially with this. And there was a, there was a chat. So we had our, our Patreon monthly quiz that was hosted so brilliantly by Gareth and Valerie. Thank you very much, guys, for doing that. It was really, really, really good quiz this month. Um, probably going to get you back to do it again uh, in the near future. Um, but they were talking about how Gareth was saying about how if we'd have just maybe... Um, put a bit of money in and put a bit of money in our pocket to go and get it. We were talking about, we were looking at League Two and we were looking at how much like of an anomaly it is with the teams, some of them that have gone up. So Cambridge United going up, that's a bit of a surprise. But also at the other end of the table, Scunthorpe finished 22nd. Now, Scunthorpe are not a team that, you know, 
should be down at the bottom of League Two at all. And Gareth's suggestion was that that smacks of a, of a tightening of the purse strings, as Keith Kills uh, would love to say, um, and tightening the purse strings and and literally just saying, right, we're not gonna we're not getting any money coming in, so therefore there's nothing to go out. We'll pay enough money just to get through this season. And I wonder whether that is what happened at the Cobblers. I know James Whiting turned around and said that we didn't have a bottom four budget, but at the same time, we weren't. We definitely didn't have a top ten budget. Do, why, why are we spending money on Benny Ashley Seal? Then that would be my Absolutely, question. Absolutely, yeah. We don't know how much it was that we actually spent on it. Too much. But would you rather have Benny Ashley Seal or sign Jordan Turnbull? Keep Jordan Turnbull. Benny Ashley Seal. <laughs> top scorer. Top scorer, mate. Well, in but hindsight, I can see what you mean. You would like, say Jordan Turnbull, but. So who do we buy? Benny Ashley Seal? Oh, he bought all sorts. Ricky Corbeau. Ricky Corbeau. Corbeau. All sorts. <laughs> Danny Rose, we spay, paid money I mean, for, yeah, that was ridiculous again. It was never going to work. Everyone, yeah, but even, everyone it was never going to work in League One. Everyone liked yeah, but, it. What was ridiculous? You are right, Neil. Everybody did like it, including us. But you do look at it. All of those players, we didn't buy any League One. Absolutely. No, yeah, they, we, we bought a team and the players we brought in, they would have held their own in League Two, probably. But they're not, they weren't, a, they're not sure a League One that? side. Yeah, they held, held their own. Yeah. No. They held their own. Yeah. I'm not saying anything else would have happened, but they wouldn't, the, 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 this team we've got at the moment, it wouldn't get relegated from League Two. It wouldn't be far off it. It would. It, it would. I think that's ridiculous. I think, it, look, we've, you know, we've just drawn with Sunderland. That's Sunderland. You know, we've beaten mm. a couple of good teams. We'll be Ipswich, you know, so it, the, the team's crap for League One. It would be okay in League Two. It wouldn't get as promoted, but it also wouldn't get as relegated. It would be a mid-table League I Two I don't side. think they've got enough fire. I think, that, well, I, I, think, think I think that's wrong. I just you don't just think hate, they've got enough about them. <laughs> no, I don't. I just don't think they've got enough about them. I don't think they've got anything about them at all. I think that's unfair. The end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I think it's unfair. I think a lot of it is you, you've got to consider that the, the standard between the two divisions there it is quite big. League Two defenses aren't very good. I mean, we'll prove that next year, probably. It's the pace. Um, the, the pace is the thing, I yeah, think. Yeah, the pace is very different. And the size of the pitches mm. as well, and the stadiums and all this, that, and the other, that also has yeah, an but, effect on okay, things. Okay, but, well, but we also have lost to Rochdale and to yeah, Wimbledon. and absolutely. Wigan and all that kind of thing. Yeah, but won. Neil's not saying that we'd have won League Two. Yeah, I'm not. Saying, I'm just saying it wouldn't He's get saying saying we wouldn't he said we're going to win League One. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, I, I was, that was, I was all positive back then, Danny. It was the start of a new dawn. <laughs> oh, Look what's happened since. <laughs> it's dawn of the dead. If it is, is it, <laughs> is it Horseball that came from Macclesfield? Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's your answer then. Oh, it's, it's been a while, though, hasn't he? Yeah. No, I'm not yeah, saying. It took I'm, a while to I, No, it, I'm not saying he's not been good because he's been okay. But but look at the history. The history tells you he's come from Macclesfield, who have dropped out of the league. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah. That's that's exactly what my point was. Was the fact that we most of the players that we've signed, none of them had any League One experience. Yeah. They've all come from either League Two or even further down the football pyramid, or they've come from the unknown, as Benny Ashley Sealed is, of under twenty threes football. That's I think where that data thing comes in, and it. Because someone like if they're if they're genuinely not using data, which I find hard to believe, but if they are not using and utilizing data enough and saying, "Oh, we got this kid from Wolves, let's bring him, see what he's like," 
let's have his data. Let's find out what he really is like before we spend a load of money on him. I think what happens as well, what happened, I think, with recruitment a little bit was that Keith Curl would see someone play well against us in the past, perhaps. <laughs> Harry, Smith. <laughs> Harry Smith. Yeah, Harry Smith is the prime example, obviously. But, oh, well, he's always liked him. You've seen him play one good game and he's like, well, I'd love to have him on my team one time and stuff. That's not enough to balance and base a, a signing of someone on. I've had a good game of football in my career, but I wouldn't. <laughs> it, yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> league one. Not in league one. Wait for the showreel, Charles. You wait for the showreel, mate. You'll be, oh. You will be sign him up. <laughs> but I just think there's the data thing. Like, is that if you've seen the Moneyball film? Yes, a great film, and that's all based on data with baseball, isn't it? And mm-hmm. there's definitely something in it, but I just can't fathom that we haven't looked at it. It doesn't make any sense to me that the the club have not ever done that, and I, I, it also doesn't make sense to me that, like, we all joke about like and and. You know, we've just done it there about and saying, you know, oh, Harry Smith scored a goal against us for Macclesfield and Keith Curl then signs him. I mean, that may well be Keith Curl's thought process is that he went, actually, yeah, that's, that's it. That's what but, he does. But you've then got behind Keith Curl, you've got um, a, a head of, well, what was it? A chief scout, Simon Tracy's role was. So you've got a chief scout and then you've got a CEO. And you've got a chair. You've got all these other people, other 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 coaches, and all this, that, and the other. Do they really all just turn around and go, "Yeah, okay, you're the boss." Yeah, whatever you say. That, that, because that's the difference. And actually, I think that's the biggest difference that is happening now. Is I think previously, and I think Kelvin Thomas has alluded to this before. It's the manager. The manager has to say what he wants. He'll get pretty much and stuff. He's left him. He's left the managers to it. And you know, yep, yeah, that's what you want. That's fine. Yeah, we'll go and get him. Whatever it may be or yeah, no, we can't afford him, go and find someone else, whatever. Like It's down to the manager. And I think I th- I see it as that's the, the change that's happening now is there's a, there's a group of people that look at it together um, as opposed to giving sole control to Keith Curl. Which, or which John I, Brady. Or, yeah. Well, yeah, or John Brady. But I think, and I think on that basis, it makes sense. And you don't want, I guess you, don't, you never want the chairman sort of fiddling, shall we say, in, <laughs> in team matters. Uh, um, and I'm not suggesting that's what's going to happen here, but I think there is an element of, Calvin Thomas is a nice guy, right? He's a nice bloke. He's got good morals. He And, and he likes good people as well. Like, you know, he likes yeah. John Brady because John Brady is a good person. He's a good character. He's a nice bloke. It's why he doesn't like you, Neil. Yeah. It's a fair point. Yeah, it's why he doesn't like me because I talk a lot of nonsense and I give him some <laughs> abuse. Um, and, that, and that's fine. I think sometimes one criticism is you can be too nice and you can give too much leeway. Like, and in this, and this is, I have no idea whether this is, is right or not, but this is what it seems like from looking on the outside is that managers in the past have sort of been left. Yep, yeah, that's what you want to do. That's, yeah, we'll back you. You know, you're a manager. You, you can almost be too nice with it and say, whereas I would have no issue, you know, with the chairman saying, you are not signing. Yeah. Know, X, he's, he's crap. I think you're right because I think Kelvin Thomas has basically alluded to that, hasn't he? In in what he was talking to Jake Sharp about last week, where he was saying in the past, you know, he stayed out of it completely, whereas now he'll have a little bit more of a a, a hands-on role with it. So maybe that is all that he means is that it will be a case of no, no, John, you you can't have that player. Look at his statistics. He's <laughs> he's a striker and he scored one own goal in his career. <laughs> You know, or something like that. Like, get him in. 
Get him now. Get him. <laughs> this is the man to drive us up to League One. <laughs> but you know, I, I that's that's what I think it'll be. But um, yeah, and that makes sense, right? Because I don't think yeah. I, I get that. But having a group of people that you know have a conversation about it, you look at the stats and stuff, as opposed to just saying to Keith <clears> Curl knocking on, well, ringing uh, Kelvin Thomas and saying, "Really, really like Benny Ashley Seal. He's he's." You know, he scored a goal in the reserves for, for Wolves. Can we get him in? Yeah, yeah, we'll sort that out for you. Yeah, we'll get a deal. We'll, we'll speak to Wolves and do it and stuff. Whereas if there's a group of people looking at it going, actually, Keith, he's crap. What, what are you all about? We're not spending <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me, you know, if Kelvin Thomas didn't even have that part in it. No, because maybe went straight to James Whiting. James, James Whiting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, as the CEO probably is the person that does all the actual financials <laughs> and all the deals. Yeah. So I think on that basis, just... it makes sense, doesn't it? You know, yeah, yeah it's similar. I take it right. It's, it's it's very similar to. So I'm recruiting at, at my work at the moment for for a couple of roles on my team. That They're all of your team. You've got rid of them all. I haven't got rid of them. They've all moved on to bigger and better things. So I've developed them, Charles. <laughs> all right. Oh, so, so did you go up to League One nil or something? Or... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm in a bit of a, a bit troubled spot at the moment. I need some people, okay? I need some bodies. Contact, contact anyone, centre division two. If, if anyone has ever worked <laughs> in nothing. quality assurance, then give me a shout. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I, I liken it. It's similar. Like I know it's, it's. I'm recruiting for my team at the moment. That decision doesn't solely come down to me. Like that decision, I will do the interview process with a few people I'm already on my team to get their input and their view. I'll talk to my boss about it and say. We've done the interview process. These are what the results are telling us. These are the stats, if you will. Um, my gut, this person's got four assists. Yeah, yeah. My gut <laughs> tells me that this person is probably right for the role. All right, well, you do know that that person once killed a cat, right? Oh, no, I didn't realise that. <laughs> Sorry, you can't take that person. Do you know what I mean? Like, So it's not yeah. solely down to me. I, I will get the input and take on yes. board feedback from as many different people as possible to gain a view and a balance of that person. Is that person the right fit for my team? Have they got the right skill set? Can I train up the skill set if they haven't got the right skill set? And all that sort of stuff. It's not just one person saying, that's the person I want. Because that yeah. never works. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree with that. You know what okay. I'd really like to see us do, Charles? Yeah. I'd really like us to sign all the best players and then win every game, like score more goals than everyone else. Yeah. And like win the league. That'd be good. Okay. <laughs> it's just a bold statement. It's a bold request. <laughs> I just really love it. That'd be good. Maybe maybe you should put that in an email and send it to yeah, uh, kelvin.thomas at ntfc.co.uk. Can I ask a question? Come on. So you, all three of you. Yeah. Next season, right, you've got the choice. <laughs> oh, oh here we go. This is, a, this is another one that in a year's time we come back to, isn't <laughs> no, it? No, no, no. No, no. No, no, it's not that. It's, it's, a, it's a question. So next season, you've got the choice, right? Either we get promoted as champions... Yeah, yeah, I know where this is going. But the style is similar, not the same, oh. but similar to Keith oh. Curls. Oh. We finish sixteenth, but the style is attacking, free flowing football. Man City, yes, the League Two version of Man City. They'll call us, um, but we leak a lot of goals as well. Hence, why we finish sixteenth, we don't win that many. Which would you take? Give us the title, I think. Yeah, like, yeah. give us the title. I'm, I'm impatient. Oh. You can't turn around, can you, and say that you wouldn't take the title? I would, okay. on this occasion only. Okay, I'll follow up question. Mm. So the season after, yeah. Option one: we're in league. We're in League One. Yeah. We stay up in League One, finish sixteenth. Option two: we're in League Two again, 
we win League Two. Yeah, I'd, I'd take that. See, that's, that's the thing. If you yeah. if you see the two years, then yeah, if yeah. you can see what's going to happen, then progression. Yeah. I would too. By the way, I yeah. would I would also take the, yeah. the second option. I enjoyed I that take, question. I would take the the build slowly, <coughs> new, a new style, a new approach, which I guess is what they're, they're trying to do, right? Yeah. yeah, it's if you can see where we're going, isn't it? That's, yeah, that's, that's it. The main thing. It's that clear yeah. direction and clear plan, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Good question, Neil. It's a good question. I, I agree with. I agree that yeah. I I take the first option of of sixteenth or whatever it was that you said in League Two the first year, and then go on and win it the next year. It's like Colin Calderwood did, wasn't it? He was so close, so many seasons. It was agony, yeah, he, wasn't he it? He even got in the playoffs, didn't he? He's like yeah, twice yeah, he, we got actually yeah. stuffed in the playoffs. Well, he one, a, I mean, he had a bit of money as well, didn't he? Yeah, we were the Chelsea of League Two back then. Mm. Yeah, we had all sorts playing for us, didn't we? Because the retain list will be out on Tuesday night, I think, is uh, is what John Brady said uh, in his post-match interview. Should we come back? There's no preview show, obviously, to do this week. So should we come back and have a retained list special? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. RLS. Yeah. Let's do that. I'm going to wear a suit. Oh, I'll love it. Save your suit for the next week. Birthday. Oh, yeah. Birthday suit always. Oh, of course, it's the Bayos, isn't it? I forgot about yeah, the Bayos next week. And next week is the Bayos, yeah. yeah. So, look, let's call it quits for today and we'll Charles. come back later in the week. Charles, you're not going to get. You're not going to let me get away the pod without mentioning the TCT. Oh, yeah, of course. I forgot about that. Yes, yeah, Danny. Trevor Clifton Trophy. Big news. Coming, coming home. It's coming home. home. It's coming home. Colville in- Town 1. Northampton Town women five. Charles, Wee, that's flying. brilliant. That's in the now in the quarterfinals of the TCT. Coming home. Coming home. Absolutely flying. Go on, we're the gonna, girls. We're going to have to try and send somebody down to watch if it's uh, it's if it's allowed. Yeah. Maybe get get Neil as a roving reporter. There's also a BMX track up at Harpole, so I will take my bike. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll have a nice don't, day. Don't help. get injured. <laughs> Don't don't injure yourself in the boys. No, don't though. get hurt. Whatever. You no, do. no, it'll be fine. Right, I tell you what. Then we'll come back for a retain list special later in the week. Um, but for this week's episode of It's All Cobblers to Me, that's it. That's the end. No preview show, as I said. But do keep an eye on cobblers2me.com for all the odds blog or two over the summer. Make sure to press that subscribe or that follow button in your podcast app to never miss an episode. And we'll be back, as I said, later in the week with a retain list special and also next week's yes. episode. The Bayos. It's our annual end of season award show. Bayos. It's the Bayos. Bayos. Best pod of the year. Absolutely. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. What out. See you later. Way! There's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. podcast is a proud member of the fan hub 100 football without fans is nothing so we've partnered with fan hub to put fans first search fan hub app to play your part in the journey support the podcast on patreon by joining the it's all cobblers to me fan club Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. 
By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me.